0: chapter ninety three of summa contra contragentiles first book on god by st thomas aquinas translated by the fathers of the english dominican province this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter ninety three that in god there are the moral virtues which are about actions now there are some virtues which regulate man's active life and are concerned not with passions, but with actions, such as truth, justice, liberality, magnificence, prudence, and art. Now since virtue derives its species from its object or matter, while the actions that are the matter or object of these virtues are not inconsistent with the divine perfection, neither is there in these virtues, according to their proper species, anything for which they should be excluded from the divine perfection. Again, these virtues are perfections of the will and intellect, which are principles of operation without passion. Now in God, there are will and intellect, wherein there is no lack of perfection. Therefore, these virtues cannot be lacking in God. Moreover, The proper reason about all things that take their being from God exists in the divine intellect, as we have proved above. Now the reason in the craftsman's mind about the thing to be made is art. Wherefore the philosopher says in the sixth book of ethics that art is right reason about things to be made. Therefore, art is properly in God, and for this reason it is said in Wisdom 721 Wisdom, the artificer of all things, taught me. Again, God's will in things other than himself is determined to one particular thing by his knowledge, as was shown above. Now knowledge, directing the will to operation, is prudence, since prudence, according to the philosopher in the sixth book of ethics, is right reason about things to be done. Therefore prudence is in God, and this is what is said in Job 26, with him is prudence and strength. Again, it was shown above that through willing a particular thing, God wills whatever is required for that thing. Now that which is requisite for a perfection of a thing is due to it. Therefore in God there is justice, which consists in rendering to each one what is his wherefore it is said in the psalm the lord is just and hath loved justice moreover as shown above the last end for the sake of which god wills all things nowise depends on the things directed to the end neither as to its being nor as to any perfection wherefore he wills to communicate his goodness to a thing not that he may gain thereby but because the very act of communicating is befitting him as the source of goodness now to give not for a gain expected from the giving but through goodness and becomingness is an act of liberality as the philosopher teaches in the fourth book of ethics therefore god is most liberal and as Avicenna says he alone can properly be called liberal, since every other agent, except God, gains by his action some good which is the end in view. Scripture declares this his liberality when it says in the psalm, When thou openest thy hand, they shall all be filled with good. And in James 1, 5, Who giveth to all men abundantly, and upbraideth not again all that receive being from god must needs bear his likeness inasmuch as they are and are good and have their proper types in the divine intellect as we have shown above now it belongs to the virtue of truth according to the philosopher in the fourth book of ethics that a man by his words and deeds show himself such as he is therefore in god is the virtue of truth hence it is said in romans three four now god is true and in the psalm all thy ways are truth but whatever virtues are directed to certain actions of subjects in reference to superiors are inapplicable to god for instance obedience religion and the like which are due to a superior Again. The aforesaid virtues cannot be ascribed to God in respect of any of their acts that may be imperfect. Thus prudence, as to its act of taking good counsel, is not befitting God. For since counsel is an inquiry, according to the sixth book of ethics, whereas the divine knowledge is not inquisitive, as was proved above, it cannot become it to take counsel wherefore we read in job twenty six three to whom hast thou given counsel perhaps to him that hath no wisdom and in isaiah forty fourteen with whom hath he consulted and who hath instructed him on the other hand as regards the act of judging of things counseled and the choice of those approved nothing hinders prudence being ascribed to god however Counsel is sometimes ascribed to God either by reason of a likeness in the point of secrecy, for counsels are taken in secret, wherefore the secrets of the divine wisdom are called counsels, metaphorically. For instance, in Isaiah twenty-five one, according to another version, May thy counsel of old be verified. Or in the point of satisfying those who seek counsel of him, for it belongs to one who understands even without discursion, to instruct inquirers likewise justice as to its act of commutation cannot be ascribed to god since he receives not from any one hence we read in romans eleven thirty five who hath first given to him and recompense shall be made him and in job 41:2. Who hath given me before that I should repay him? However, we are said metaphorically to give certain things to God inasmuch as God accepts our gifts. Hence, it is befitting him to have not commutative, but only distributive justice. Wherefore, Dionysius says in On the Divine Names 8, that God is praised for his justice because he distributes to all according to their merits. As expressed by those words of Matthew twenty-five fifteen, he gave to everyone according to his proper ability. It must be noted, however, that the actions about which the aforesaid virtues are concerned do not by their nature depend on human affairs, for to judge of what has to be done and to give or distribute something belongs not to man alone, but to every intelligent being. But so far as they are confined to human concerns, they, to a certain extent, take their species from them, just as a crooked nose makes a species of ape. Accordingly, the aforesaid virtues, so far as they regulate man's active life, are directed to those actions as confined to human affairs And taking their species from them. In this way they cannot be ascribed to God, but so far as the aforesaid actions are understood in a general sense, they can be adapted even to things divine. For just as man is a dispenser of human things such as money or honors, so is God the bestower of all the goods of the universe hence the aforesaid virtues in god have a more universal range than in man for just as justice in man relates to the state or the household so god's justice extends to the whole universe wherefore the divine virtues are called exemplar virtues because things that are limited and particularized are likenesses of absolute beings as the light of a candle in comparison with the light of the sun but other virtues which properly are not applicable to god have no exemplar in the divine nature but only in the divine wisdom which contains the proper types of all beings as is the case with other corporeal things end of chapter 93 read by michael shane craig lambert lc